from Yellow Petticoat Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Momish Radio with Bunny and Jen, an authentic look at life, work, and the absurdities of motherhood. Let's, Let's do, do it! it. <laughs> So I still have my nasty woman shirt on today. And oh, I think you do. well, it's underneath like it's my super my super strength inside. I'm having to, you know, <laughs> just hold it together as best I can. So well here's the thing about this nasty woman shirt. Okay. So, so when I put it on yesterday, of course my eight year old read my shirt very slowly. She sounded out the words nasty. Nasty woman? Mommy, why does your shirt say nasty woman? And I said, well, here's the thing. Donald Trump, in an election uh, debate, called Hillary Clinton a nasty woman. Just really just to be mean as far as I'm concerned. And so I'm wearing this shirt to... to stand up for her and to say, you know what, if being a a thoughtful, well-prepared, experienced, intelligent, trailblazing leader of a woman makes you a nasty woman, then I want to be a nasty woman too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wearing this shirt to stand up for her against the bully, a bully. And so this morning, I had to tell my child that the bully won. And that was very hurtful. Hurtful for me. I spent a good bit of the morning bawling in my little bathroom. Um, It really was kind of a culmination of just negative emotions I have been experiencing uh, based on some of the things that Donald Trump has said and done over the last month or so. Just right. I had to explain. She came to me You know, I I sucked it up and dried my face and got myself together because I, you know, we still have to be strong and, you know, be there for our families. So I, I mean, I don't know, it just has felt, if this felt so personal, it really did. And so she, the first thing she said when she woke up this morning is, mommy, did we win? Did we win? Did the ladies win? And I had to say, no, baby, we didn't win today. And then I had to explain to her that sometimes... Even if you work hard and even if you are the most experienced person and you may feel like you deserve to win and you may indeed deserve to win, that may not happen because life isn't fair. And so thankfully, you know, for at least for us, we put our trust in the Lord and not in man and in our in our family and that you have all of the love and the support and the and the protection that you need right here in this room. So you have nothing to fear. And you go to school and you hold your head up high and you just understand that that life isn't always I said life isn't fair. Life isn't fair and that there'll be you will have disappointments in life and you may work really hard for something and feel like you deserve to get it or win or be you feel like you're the best and it may not shake out that way, but know that you have all the love and the encouragement and the support that you need to to press forward in this room right now. And mommy and daddy and Avery, we, you know, we love each other and we'll support each other. And it's unfortunate that this is where we are um, um, because we were very excited about having a woman as our president and to have a very qualified and and experienced woman at that. Uh, But that just it's not how it happened. I'm still wearing my nasty woman T-shirt under my sweatshirt today. (laughs) 
You're listening to Momish, redefining life, work, and the absurdities of motherhood. Yes, we are. <laughs> how about you guys? How did how did it all shake out? So this morning, uh, Addison typically wakes up and he'll go to Alexa and say, Alexa, what time is it? But this morning, before coming and saying good morning to me, he said, Alexa, who won the presidential election? And Alexa didn't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. She was quiet, just like you were quiet, (laughs) just like I was quiet, because she was trying to get her face together. (laughs) Because Alexa was like, damn. Gosh, I just got this gig. No play. She was trying to clear her face from the ugly cry (laughs) that she did all last night, too. (laughs) No, seriously. Okay, seriously. But no, so Alexa shared with him the results. And so he walked over to me in the kitchen and he was like, Mom, is this true? Like, is this true? Like, did he win? Or, you know, are there still states outstanding? Did he win? And I said, son, yes, he did. He won. And so I, I, I told him, I actually, I was speechless because in that moment I had sort of thought about maybe what I was going to say, but I wasn't sure what they were going to ask. I, I didn't, I was speechless, quite honestly, because in all fairness, I was still dealing with my own shock. And so Parks comes in and she says that she's scared. And so I said, listen, there is nothing for you to be scared about. You have your family, your mom and dad are here to care for you. And, you know, while the candidate that we would have preferred to have won didn't win, mommy's getting you passport ready. (laughs) We're going to be ready. Don't worry. (laughs) Mommy's working on an exit plan. No, seriously. I said to her that you uh, should should be assured that there is a place and a moment in history for everything, right? And while this is, America has gone through all different kinds of historic events, it makes it even more of our responsibility to make sure that we are engaged in not only the political process, but the civic process and that we're involved and but you're safe right but you're safe I also had to explain to them why I was speechless you know and I just said it I just said it quite honestly I don't have I don't even have the words right now I don't know how to and I was honest because I don't I mean I'm still we're still processing it as well even even now I don't have the words I don't have the words so she she wanted to know how, like, how does this happen? How did that happen? And so I said, this is the democratic process. Mm-hmm. And there were people that he spoke to, you know, things that were meaningful to them and their families. And, you know, they may have felt that, that, that for example, the, the economy was not where they would have liked it to be. And whatever he was saying to them spoke to what they felt like would be more promising and they came out in droves apparently and voted for him by and large and that's how it works the majority wins and so there we have it folks 
You're listening to Momish Radio. Hey, send us a note and we may feature it on an upcoming episode. Share your thoughts, questions, or absurdities. You can contact us at MomishRadio.com. So then now we're at a place where we really need to decide if we haven't already or even just moving forward. What do we tell the children? What can we hold on to? What is the the line of reasoning that we communicate? communicate? Yes. And so we posted an article earlier today that kind of summarized some of the tactics that you can use to communicate the results of this election. And, and, and how it affects them and what they can do moving forward. That's right. And a lot of that advice, I feel, is also good for me and for, for all of us. That's right. Absolutely. As, as we digest and as we progress. That's right. So the first one resonated with me because this morning, as I shared with you, Parks woke up and said, Mommy, I'm scared. And so the first thing is that we make sure that they know that we will protect them and that they are protected and tell them that we have a democratic process in the U.S. that tell them that we will protect those processes, that we will continue to demonstrate our civic duties and our political duties to make sure that we protect the democratic process. Also, that we're not outlaws. We we will uphold and honor the outcome of the election. That's right. Absolutely. This is what this is what this is has happened. Yes. These are the results. We do have to accept it, but we do not have to accept some of the the negative, the bigotry, the, the right, the negative things that have come out of this election. The bigotry, the bigotry is not a democratic val- value. That's right. It is not a democratic value to be unkind to people who don't look like us that's right uh however we look we will we will protect our muslim families we will protect our same-sex families we will protect our mexican and hispanic and latino families we will protect our gay students our transgender families disabled students any immigrant families all of these all of the the beautiful melting pot that makes us the united states of america these all of our people. Mm-hmm. We're all a community and we will protect each other. That's right. And also to say that silence is dangerous, that it is not okay for us to be silent, that we, part of our democratic process and obligation is for us to speak up. And so, yes, we accept the results of this, but we will not sit back and accept the way that people are treated. We will speak up. So even more so now, and I think we've, we've talked about this in a few episodes, the importance of, of speaking up for your for yourself. Right. If there's something that just that doesn't feel right to you and mm-hmm. you feel like you need to stay, take a stand against that, sure. then speak up. Absolutely. And, and you say exactly that. This does not feel right to me. That's right. And and I want to say something about it. And this is why it doesn't feel right to me. That's right. Or you or you see a friend or someone being mean or unkind to a friend and you need to call them on it and say, hey, that's not OK. That's not OK. You should not call that person ugly or mm-hmm. you should not. You shouldn't say that. That's right. that's not nice. And you need to to stop doing that right now. Or I will tell the teacher. Mm-hmm. I will tell an adult. So we should also teach them how to be responsible members of a civic society so that they know how to engage in this discussion and not necessarily for the sake of winning, 
but for the sake of understanding and being understood so that it is very clear that they their voice is heard. And another piece to this is making sure, and this kind of went on throughout the election, that they learn how to check facts, that they don't just accept the things that they hear at face value, but they really spend time making sure that not only do they understand the issues, but they understand what is, what's at risk, what's at stake. And also to check their own biases as well. And so I think sometimes, too, we get caught up in, well, this is what what my, you know, what my friends are thinking or this is what even my parents are thinking. So I automatically think this. Mm -hmm. But let's think about why we think this. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about why this is important to our family Mm -hmm. so that you have an understanding and that you're not just blindly agreeing with something just for the sake of. Sure. And to take feedback. So even, you know, if you discover that, hey, maybe my perspective needs to evolve a bit, be open to the feedback and to the challenges of each other. So being able to have a very open dialogue that might not necessarily be the same as yours. Right. It's okay to have a difference of opinion or diverse ideologies. We're not the same as our brothers and sisters. And that's a good thing. Right. That's right. So with that in mind, we need to teach teach the children and even to teach ourselves how to disagree with love and with respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so that's something definitely that we can address with our children, but address within ourselves. Mm-hmm. But um, I think to your point, it's also easing their minds about that, that even though someone voted for Donald Trump, they didn't necessarily vote for him because of his bigoted ideals, right? right? So just to give you an example, this morning I think I shared with you that we were listening to NPR, and one of the reasons why this veteran voted for him was because he listened. You know, he uh, he heard his voice. And so many of them may have voted for Donald Trump because they felt frustrated with the economy. They felt like socially they were being left behind. Right. That's actually exactly the almost the exact words I used with Andy this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, she buried her head in my chest and just kind of put her head down. And, you know, I let her know the majority of the people that voted for him did that because his views and his ideologies, they may have felt that he would be a better person to take the economy in a different place that was more beneficial for them and their families. And so and that's why we vote. And that's why it's so important that we get out into our communities and we vote and we speak up and we stand up for the things that are important to our families. Mm -hmm. And that's how we are heard. Mm -hmm. And so. So I think that's our ultimate message, too, is that we do even in this moment, still have to stand up. We still have to speak up and we have to implore some of these strategies, but also really continue to make sure that our voice is heard. Stand up and speak up. You're listening to Momish. Authentic. Witty. Unapologetic. What do you think this means, I guess, for America? Well, I think, I mean, that's a, that's a really... That's the real question. No, it is. And I mean, that's I think the million there, dollar question. There are things that we're going to see in the next couple of days that are going to play out. And then there are going to be things that are longer lasting that don't show their effects for a year or two years. But I think that one of the biggest messages that it sends is that perhaps the ideals that we thought that we've grown and transitioned to, there are many people who do believe them. 
but there are many more people that maybe that don't. That's a message that's now being shared with the world. It's being shared with, you know, communities that once saw America as a place of opportunity and acceptance and freedom. And, you know, it will be interesting to see how that message continues to play out. Speaking with a friend and I said, okay, so, so this has happened. You go through your period of grieving and mourning, but you don't stay there, right? You have to move. You have to do something. And so I asked her, I said, so, so what do you think, what do you do? Like, what is kind of the next step? What do you tell your kids is the next step? Because the reality is, is yes, he won. And so knowing that information, we still have to pick up and keep it moving. Right. 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 I have a, a friend uh, he, and he's of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. And so his comments really resonated with me, not necessarily even for me personally, but what I feel like it means as a whole just kind of as a country, what it feels like to me and why I feel so disappointed, really, Mm -hmm. is the word. It says, I've lived to see the end of an inclusive society. And he's my age. He's about almost 40. And it's broken me. I love everyone I've connected with in the course of my life. But I also know from the rhetoric of the man that was elected president tonight that I am not welcome in my own country. Mm -hmm. And that's what it feels like. You know, and whether that be a person of color, whether that be, you know, a a woman who Mm -hmm. this, you know, the man that was elected as president, you know, has said on multiple occasions that, you know, his value, you know, well, he's actually said, I, you know, I value women. I have lots of respect for women. I have the most respect for women, although he said some pretty vulgar and derogatory things about being a woman and his interactions with women. That, that speak very differently. It doesn't feel very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that is kind of at the root of what I feel like has happened with this election, that the inclusive society that we have been building that says we need to love and be kind and stand up for one another and encourage each other and support each other, that that feeling of just hope of moving in a direction where we were just so, you know, distancing ourselves from the, the negativity and the discrimination and the oppression of our past, that we were righting those wrongs and moving in a direction where we were understanding that, that that's not okay and that we're better and stronger together. And what we have elected to do has, is actually, is ex, the exact opposite of that because everything to me that this person stands for says that we are stronger, divided. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't feel good. I feel, I don't know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. And okay, so, oh. then, so then another friend um, says who um, has a nine-year-old son, I peeked in on him. At 3.30 a.m. and he asked me who won and I told him, unfortunately, Trump did. But we will continue to be kind and good to people no matter what. 
Momish Radio is recorded in Yellow Petticoat Studios in Atlanta. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Momish Radio. Don't forget, new downloads are available every Thursday on SoundCloud and iTunes. Or you can hear the latest episode on our website at momishradio.com. Woo-hoo.